from Crystal Park. This is your favorite show of the Crystal Park podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Keeping It Kenyan. Crystal Park, creating opportunities. Greetings, you're now tuning to Keeping It Kenyan on Crystal Park podcast. I'm African Herbs Man. Salah Sakai here. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been in the studio. Yes, it has. Excuse my congestion. I was partying all weekend <laughs> in Ethiopia for the Zalan Festival. Big up to my family up there. Was it a good show? Uh, it was a great show. Good turnout. Shout out to Protege, Jason, ZJ, Heno, the whole family up there. Had a good time. Why, yeah. do, why don't you bring them to Mombasa? <laughs> yeah, that's a story for another day. <laughs> we need some sponsorship here in Kenya to make things worthwhile. One day we should actually invite somebody to come and talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, it's simply a mathematical equation that doesn't make sense. Yet. Yeah, you know, we need some sponsors. Some, I don't know, Tusker or, well, her Safaricom only sponsors Kenyan artists because it's a Kenyan publicly traded company. But, you know, we'll take it. Somebody. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> give us some money especially for reggae shows you know like i know um afrobeat artists and i'm a piano djs coming in on nairobi these days they're getting sponsorship but reggae is so big here and but it's a struggle to get sponsorship here you know so even od bets holla at us you know <laughs> you know you got the money <laughs> you've had it straight from the promoter yeah but it's all good still so today we're back in studio and uh, you said something earlier today about my word is my bond and New York saying and I thought it was something worth talking about. We're going into election season. Mm-hmm. Kenya has uh, recently increased cost of fuel. Cost of living is going up. That's universally right now everywhere. So it's not just us. Yeah. But uh Things are changing rapidly, mm-hmm. and uh, what people say and what they do doesn't necessarily always line up. So, is it? Well, the question is why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? 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 Why can we not say my word is my bond today, today. and actually mean it? And mean it. Well, a friend of mine, a Kenyan told me that people lie here for survival you know um i don't know if it's a a relic of poverty or it's just a reflection of leadership if the leaders of the country don't keep their word why would the local man keep his word you know the politicians show up when it's politics time and make promises and once they get elected you don't see them again or maybe they start a project and don't complete it, you know? So when you see that as an example and you're just a little man trying to survive, you know, why should you keep your word? Okay, good question. Why should you keep your word? Yeah. But um, I'm taking it from a much uh, more localized uh, perspective where bring it closer to home. You may Mm. not necessarily be able to influence a politician, but in your own sphere like in your own household <laughs> does that apply does you know can i say within my family my word is my bond or because communi- be. community is not made of politicians it begins in the homes that spread out to become 
you know towns and com- you know counties and today we have <laughs> yeah. population but uh, when you look at the unit it's household first so principles like that when you were growing up because this is your saying that we are not, not trying my to saying, <laughs> not my saying. we're trying to like <laughs> understand how did you guys manage it well, then that that saying comes from like the 5% of the street movements of the 80s and 90s mm. where you know you say what you mean you mean what you say if i said it i meant it you know um that's where it comes from really in new york that's how i know it. word bond like if you listen to like 90s hip hop you may hear it <coughs> repeated in that but um it's just to to bring back trust and honor in the community but nowadays i would say the youth don't really follow that it's really something of my generation maybe the generation above me who promoted that that saying and try to incorporate it into our lifestyles you know cuz um what was happening largely that forced you guys to kind of like pick up such kind of a saying maybe we can look at um um times then and times today and see what are the synergies and try and see if they can actually bring it back i think it's twofold you had the rise of criminality through the drug trade crack cocaine era and then also you have the residuals from the black power movements of the 70s civil rights movement to where you know a lot of people were you know um lied to or even turned on by certain people who were next to them so to create a, a air of trust we started saying you know word bond kid my word is my bond if i said it i meant it mm. you know so and people you know they used to live up to that you know and they, we didn't have an issue with telling people I can't do something or I can't do it. Whatever it is, I could do it or I can't, you know. And if I said it, I'm going to do it. And if I can't do it, I'm going to tell you why I can't do it. I'm not going to run away from you. I'm not going to stop answering your phone calls. <laughs> you know? You've been in Kenya a bit too long now. <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> but yeah, that's something that I, I really don't understand about the culture here to be honest I'm not judging it it's just something I just don't understand like why people sometimes lie about simple things simple things that really don't matter at the end of the day they'll lie about it give us an example so that we can look at it as a simple thing maybe in their minds whoever it is that is saying that lie might uh, be like this is really you know like life and death kind of situation <laughs> well like my friend said people lie for survival and when there's money involved they'll lie even though it could be a small amount of money to me, but it could be a big amount of money to that person, you know? Um, like, for instance, say if you have a foodie doing work and you say, yo, can you do this job? And he say, yeah, of course I could do it. Then halfway through, <laughs> or even like at the beginning, sometimes they can't even get started, but halfway through you realize, nah, they can't do this job. And then by that time, they'll stop showing up. <laughs> <laughs> they'll turn off their phones. Or you just go to the voicemail or whatever, you know? <laughs> I've experienced that quite a few times. You know, even on, like, corporate level where, you know, somebody says, I can help you get this done. And then you give them something and it doesn't get done and they disappear. I've also experienced that as well. <laughs> in certain different... Um, uh, or they call it certain different places as well. Yeah. So it's the culture for some reason. Like 
you know, I think, uh, you know, I don't know if they had this saying here, but as a kid, they used to say, honesty is your best policy. <laughs> I don't know if they used to say that here, but it's true in a sense, you know, like sometimes just be honest and, you know, you may still get the outcome that you're looking for from that person. Maybe the whole concept could be fear. You know, like you're saying, there's a lot of fear uh-huh. that could be moving around. I'm scared of the consequence. So it's easier to, like you're saying, not be responsible. Once you say, I'll do it, you're mm. owning up to either delivering or failing to deliver. So there's a responsibility associated with that. Yeah. So there's a fear, be, of yeah. a fear of disappointing people. Exactly. Which I don't understand. <laughs> 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 there should be a fear of this person finding out I'm lying or t- that trumps <laughs> the fear of disappointing people, you know? Maybe the whole idea of trying to be, you know, pleasing and kind and, you know, not really kind, but trying to look like you're kind and nice as opposed to you saying <laughs> the Ooh. fear of being called a liar should be more. <laughs> no, it should be, it should be honesty. Like, okay, I said I could do this, but I can't do this. And I'm sorry I can't do and it. I'm sorry I can't do it. Fine, let's move on. But don't drag it out <laughs> and keep saying you can, you can, you can. And then next thing you know, it's six months later and I don't see you or <laughs> hear from you. And then I run into you in the supermarket or something. Then you're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you like know people have saying? been really cool about it. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. I just prefer being told straight up what it is. Like Maybe that's a New York thing. You guys were like, okay, just telling somebody to their face. Yeah. New York people, straight up. You got to. I mean, th- there's liars out there, of course, but, you know, the people who get respected and get things done are the ones who are most of the time straight up, you know? Because once you get a reputation of being a liar or whatever, whatever, people stop messing with you. Hmm. That reputation goes around like, nah, don't fuck with him. I mean, yeah, don't mess with her because, you know, this 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 and that people talk but in this society that's almost no, almost normal so nobody says anything we're saying something so this is not <laughs> right <laughs> we're saying it's not right you know for instance <laughs> like i'm not gonna get too much details but there was a person in nairobi who's supposed to do a promotion i asked my fr- i didn't know the person so i asked a friend if they know them they said yeah i said what do you think about them they said you'll find out yourself Whoa. <laughs> and then I did find out myself. What did you find out? <laughs> that he was full of shit. But <laughs> that person didn't want to tell me <laughs> that the person is full of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if I was New York, somebody would say, nah, don't mess with him because this, 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 and that. And mm. you know how to move. You know what I mean? So even generally giving feedback to somebody pro- to protect the person from yeah. falling into a hole, that also doesn't come back. Nah. It doesn't, I don't know. It's something that I'm still, I can't really adjust to it. I, I, know it, I know it's here, you know, so you have to understand this is part of the culture and you got to do it, you know. You got to do it to survive. Just don't lie. We're saying don't lie. Nah, just be truthful. Be truthful. Even if it makes you not make the money, it's better in the long run for you to be truthful. Like I said, back to the fear of I'm too scared that if I don't lie to you now, I won't eat for the next 10 days. Could that be a truth? Could it just be somebody's reality? So they feel like yeah. it's 
easier to just go around and not everybody's in that state of mind but no some people are just saying they just i don't know <laughs> i mean but repeating and rinsing the same thing that you've been doing doesn't change your situation if you've been starving this whole time doing the same thing you're not gonna <laughs> stop starving you understand what i'm saying yeah if you have a skill set and you're able to deliver on that focus on that and you'll make money but don't try to say you could do all these other things and you can't hmm. because now i won't go back to you for anything even if you actually did no one right thing that you could yeah. do so i'll just write you off altogether I'll write you off altogether because now i can't trust you the trust is gone Mm. You know? which is important in business people need to work on trust yeah right so yeah. at the end of the day we need to unless you're like super dope at that and i know just to keep you in that world then still you might get your money but then i'm still kind of like reluctant because of the past situations you know so mm. it's just like people need to get that in their head or like hey, somehow like here like mechanics you give your car to them to fix something. They fix that, but break something else. <laughs> <laughs> that might be worldwide, too. That may go on in the States and other parts of the world, but we're talking about Kenya right now. You know, and it's like, do you expect me to keep coming back to you mm-hmm. when I know that that was working fine when I gave you the car? <laughs> right? So I give you the car again, so you fix that, break something else, and you just keep taking me down this path. It's almost like sometimes I feel like they think people who have money are stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, yes, I, I, I tend so. to think so. Not necessarily stupid, but you have too much that it would not cost you anything if you kept paying me over and over and over for more or less the same thing. Assuming that, for example, whatever it took to cost, I mean, to mm. pay for the first one was probably 2,000 shillings. If whatever I breaks another two thousand shillings, <laughs> so I'm playing within the same range. Yeah. <laughs> so it shouldn't hurt you as much as if I was to break, maybe that the yeah. whole windscreen yeah. or yeah. something yeah. like that. <laughs> you see, so kind of like trying mm. to make um, repeat customer in an area where you don't need to be a repeat customer. <laughs> it's bad business, man. It's bad <laughs> business. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. It's bad for business because now. When somebody says, hey, I got this issue. Can you recommend somebody? I would not recommend you. Mm. You know? Mm. Most people start their own business because they want a better life. To have control over their schedule and not to be chained to a desk. And what they really want is to do something they love and be outrageously successful doing it. Welcome to Kuza Biashara Training by Crystal Park. If you are ready to succeed in your life and business, join us every Thursday from 2 to 4 p.m. at our office for training in entrepreneurship, leadership, and communication. Don't be left behind. Sign up now at crystalpark.com kuzabiashara or call today at 0720-410-460. So I guess it's yeah. focus on creating a good name as opposed to being able to force situations that are not there kind of thing because like you see if he did a good job the first time and then you'd be like that's a good guy yeah it's not what he did but it's the person he's a good guy take your car there he'll do for you a good job exactly so it's not the activity that he did but the person that he was the honesty the way he treated you the The way he managed exactly the experience experience that they gave you so but you know poverty 
poverty causes short sightedness where you can't think about tomorrow or next week or the week after. When you're just thinking about the meal for tonight, you're going to do what you have to do to get that. But sometimes not everybody is in that space. And you see that as you're saying it's culture. Even the one who's no longer uh, lacking meals day to day might still behave like somebody who's in the state of day to day. Yeah. So if we can start changing that where you're not in the state of dire poverty, but your behavior is mirroring somebody who is can say that is my reason for, Mm. but you're just choosing to behave like that, you know, where... (laughs) It's what we call a scarcity mindset versus a Abundant. abundance mindset, right? Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you think, you know, I'm going to always get something, I don't have to steal a lie to get it, you may operate differently. Mm. But also, it's a reflection of, you know, I'm not political, but the leadership here. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> what have you seen? You know, you hear stories that, you know, Kitu Kidogo runs Kenya. <laughs> Pretty much. To get anything done, that's what you have. And this is, you know, even people outside of Kenya know this is how Kenya works. I was in Ethiopia having that conversation with a sister in there. And she said, yeah, I know Kenya. That's how it works. People are giving Kenyans a bad name. Not everybody sits in that space, but I guess it's more majority per se might be there. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, Kenyans have told me, for instance, they try to get a passport. Right. They go to the passport office, give everything they need, pay whatever, and then they wait. They say, come back in two weeks. You come back in two weeks, nothing. You go home. You come back a week later, nothing. You go home. So unless you have a person of influence that can influence the people in that office, you got to pay Kitu Kidogo to get your passport. Your passport could be sitting in the drawer right next to the person, but they're not going to give it to you. So facilitation fees. <laughs> yeah, and that fee can depend on what you're trying to facilitate <laughs> and who's the facilitator, you know? So I don't know if it's maybe because the salaries are kind of low, very low here in Kenya, I would say. Yeah. People don't get paid a lot of money, so therefore... They got to get that little extra when they can to, you know, school fees, food, whatever, car, houses, investments, life. Yeah. Alcohol on the weekends. <laughs> you know, they choma and shit. So, <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. You know, I. I, I Are just, you adjusting to Kitu Kidogo? Are you saying you want to be a, a member of Kitu Kidogo group? <laughs> <laughs> I am not a member of that group, though. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's not even really, it's not really like your choice. If you're trying to operate and get things done, you got to join the party. You got to jump in the mud <laughs> with the pigs. You know? Just try not to become a pig as well. That's the, that's the whole message at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. No, no, for real, for real. I, I get you, but it's just the reality of it. Like, you know. When you have conversations with Kenyans who are doing different things and you just hear like, yeah, I had to pay this guy to do this to get it done. The fee structure says it costs this much, but, you know, to get it out from the office, I had to pay this much. Mm. Is what it is. That's on many levels. Facilitation fees. Yeah. They should just put it into the cost. <laughs> Would you pay if it was in the cost? 
Like if somebody told you, you know what, it's going to cost you X amount of money to get a passport plus facilitation fees up front before you're even told come next week, come week after. Would me? that make it better? No, really, like let's think yes. about it. Actually, For would me, it make yeah. it better? For me, the way I operate, tell me what it is right now, right away, so I know what I got to do. I think it would be better for everybody where you yeah. know, fine, it costs 3,000 shillings for say to get a passport, but yeah. it will also have an additional 1,500 shillings facilitation fee. That goes into my pocket. Well, it doesn't matter, but it's there. That KRA does nothing <laughs> about. <laughs> where it goes, you don't know, but it uh, is included in the list of expenses yeah. upfront. Yeah. That will make it better. Yeah, for me. So yeah. then the whole Kitukidogo thing steps aside. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> just be straightforward that's me like be straightforward tell me what it is from the beginning don't tell me two three weeks later now i gotta do this you know or like how sometimes i do it with my lawyers you know dealing with land business sometimes things processes you gotta wait six months for certain things you gotta wait three months for certain things but because i'm not from here i don't know these things and sometimes <laughs> they don't volunteer that information so i gotta go there and ask tell me detail for detail What's next? Yeah. And they got to break it down for me. I don't know if that's also part of the culture where they only tell you a little bit of information that, you know, like they seem like you don't, they don't, they think you don't need to know this information right now. Where in America or in New York, where I'm from, before you do anything, we sit down and discuss the step-by-step process. I know all the details before I start, mm. you know, here is like you start and then, oh yeah, you have to do this now. Oh yeah, you have to do so this. So really, it's chasing something as You're opposed. Chasing to something. It's terrible. Yeah, you know, you never have the full picture. And that's why we're having a podcast. That's <laughs> why keeping it Kenyan exists because we want to break the whole stereotype of lack of knowledge. People need to know because, People like you just said, people make money off of your lack of knowledge. So stop it. Save yourself <laughs> and People and begin to know. People make money off your lack of knowledge. For instance, I saw a list of. Land fees posted, like official document, what it costs to get your title, what it costs to replace it, different things like that. And most of those fees are like cheap, 500, 1,000 shillings, something like that. Mm -hmm. But when you actually go to do it, (laughs) it's a different story. And And you know, if you don't know the real thing, you will never know that you're drastically overpaying. So you can't even negotiate from the person who's trying to swindle you out of the actual cost of what's going to the government. Exactly. So you see, we are here to stop people from the issue called lack of knowledge. To help, not stop, to help. To help. 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 That's a universal issue. (laughs) You know? To help reduce Mm -hmm. the problems uh, linked to lack of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll bring you different kind of people who come to the platform. Mm-hmm. Will talk to us about uh, different um, skills, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. different uh, professions that they have, and we just need you people to know. Yeah, right. We now need you to know. <laughs> you know, like the culture now with America now, with a lot of brothers and sisters teaching about financial literacy, is literally based on knowledge of understanding different industries and how do you get into them and how do you maneuver. And, you know, how do you get finance and these things like that? These are what we're doing now, like, fully. Like, no more hiding. There's no more gatekeeper. Yeah. In Kenya, there's a million gatekeepers. So, I don't know, because America, you know, kind of trendsetters or whatever. 
So hopefully Your that civilization trend is like way ahead of ours, like a lot, <laughs> man. <laughs> you can't even compare. I mean, hopefully that trend now comes to Kenya or Africa in general to where, say, a foreigner comes here and he's or she's able to access the information for what they're trying to do, you know, in an easy manner. You know, we don't have to try to fight to find the right person to tell you the right thing. Because even lawyers out here might tell you the wrong thing. Yeah. You know? So it's just like that has to become the culture, like a abundance mindset. Like if I win, we all win. Yes. You know? How do we do that? <laughs> How do you do How that? How do we do that? Yeah, where you realize it's not, I don't have to take from you, mm. but you win, I win kind of thing. How do we get there? Shit. Does it even exist anywhere in this world? <laughs> no, it does exist in, you know, pockets. It does exist because a lot of things that we see happening in the world is teamwork that makes it happen. Exactly. You know, it's not just one person pulling off these things. It's just um, from the outside in, you may think it's one person. But there are a lot of people. There's a lot of people working on these projects that you see that change the world or make a, make a footprint in societies, you know. But how did we get there? <laughs> I think one thing, we definitely have to increase salaries here in Kenya, for sure. This is Keeping It Kenyan, brought to you by Crystal Park Podcast. Crystal Park, creating opportunities. Like, it needs to be like a minimum wage. I know it exists, but it really needs to, even that, what's on paper, needs to be bumped up. Because you can't be raising the price of gas and food and ugali and all these things and still pay people $200 a month. How mm. do you expect somebody to pay school fees and things like that? So that facilitates criminality, you know? But what if people don't want to buy? And okay, here's a value question. Uh, Being in business, meeting different people, you bring value to the table and you say it's going to cost X amount of money, which is going to allow you to pay people way above minimum wage and actually mm. uplift the lifestyle of other people where you're saying, I win, you win kind of mentality. Yeah. But then you're meeting somebody who's coming from a scarce mentality. So uh-huh. you're not able, you're never going to be able to agree because you're telling them, put in value. You're going to get value that will bring back what you're investing plus more. Mm-hmm. And you're going to help the people who are working for you to actually uplift their lives. And they're not going to be worried about do I need to steal from you? Yeah, exactly. You get it. But meeting somebody who you're thinking like that and uh-huh. they're thinking you're taking from me, you're robbing me, you're not able, you're too much. That already is conflict. <laughs> I think um, examples is the best way to show people because words really mean nothing. You have to show them by example about how you operate and how you're able to thrive by moving in a certain manner that's you know? why we're here today Chris. you know like the comeback <laughs> <laughs> the comeback the comeback you know just like you know having employees on the shamba you know we pay them more than what the average person who owns a shamba down in somebody pays yeah we do more for them but i do that almost as like a security blanket like i know when i come there the stuff i bring there will still be there Exactly. And you're not hearing stories about, oh, this is missing, that is missing. <laughs> you know. And can you say it's working? Are they able to manage your property without taking anything so far? <laughs> so far, yeah. I haven't had any issues, knock on wood, you know. And uh, just try to be, you know, I think it's also like 
when you come from an ancestry that was enslaved, it's hard for you to come here and pay people slave wages and feel good about yourself. So you have an upper hand. Maybe that's the thing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you have an Seriously. upper hand. Because I had this conversation with my neighbor because, you know, we pay like a cleaning lady babysitter more than the average Kenyan would. And we were talking and she's and I was like, maybe people can't afford. She said, no, nah, it's not that. We can afford to pay them more. We just don't. Why? No, it's that mindset you just it's mentioned. That mindset, yeah. Because do you yeah. ever think in, at any time in your mind that, by the way, if I pay you this amount of money, I'm going to run out? Yeah. Even if you don't have it in your pocket at yeah. that time, because you yeah. never have resources through and through. It comes and goes, right? Yeah. But does your mind ever go to a place where if I continue paying this person, I'm going to run out? No. Exactly. No, because you don't, <laughs> of course, you don't pay more than what you can really afford. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have another neighbor. Every other week, she has a new house lady. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, why is that? Maybe it's something that you're doing that's making people want to leave. You know, they don't want to stay with you because you're not paying them enough or you're not treating them properly. Like for us, you know, we're foreigners, so we don't want like a bunch of different people coming in out of our house. So if we find somebody that's good and trustworthy and nothing's been missing, we'll keep them and treat them well to make sure that stays that way. But then again, the currency you're used to is higher than what we're used to cooperating with all the time. So but that again can bring a sense of... I don't know. Like you're saying, yeah. luck. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but nah, there's people out here who make more money than me who do these things. You understand what I'm saying? They're making mad chillings and they move in that way. You understand what I mean? Is um, For us, is like, if these people that you bring into your home to work for you, if they're taking care of your children, your most precious investment, if they're around like, you know, family heirlooms or important things to you, you got to make sure you treat that person right so they don't mistreat your child on one level or that grandma's ring don't go missing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously. Like, these things that cannot be replaced that may mean something to you. So what do you do with that person that's around that environment? You can't treat them like shit. You don't yeah. intend to. Okay, I don't know because I don't do that to the people who work for me. But um, I no, do I'm, know it's that... It's not every uh, Kenyan, but Yes, I know it happens. It yeah. happens to different people and they're there. But I think it goes back to what you're saying, the mind, the mm. mindset. Because I told you, it's a comeback show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I keep back. saying it's a comeback show, not bec- not just for, s- for the sake of it, but uh-huh. more so in terms of the mind. We're talking about the mind and the mindsets. It's yeah. been a long time coming, and um, we've been through quite a huge up and down, mm. even as just the Keeping It Kenyan show, uh, the podcasts, and uh, yeah. everything else. But more so the mind to kind of like settle this is right and this can work and yeah. you're not going to go bankrupt because you're trying <laughs> to do something <laughs> right you get so yeah. it takes some time for you to actually change your mind to realize it's not going to get finished and i'm not going to die and if i pay it's you more <laughs> it's taking pride in your reputation and being honorable mic drop right there let's just finish at this yeah. point <laughs> <laughs> being honorable like you know, people hear your name. There's nothing bad. People can refer to it. It, it takes blood, sweat, and tears to raise a name. <laughs> nah, this takes honorability. If you can't do it, I can't do that. that you know? Yeah, that's true. If somebody call me and ask to borrow money. But you know, there's a consequence for saying, I can't do that. Somebody takes the job elsewhere. So you think that would have been an opportunity that perhaps I could have 
taken and figured it out, which is what most people do. And they don't. And they don't, but that's <laughs> the mindset where don't say no to a job, take it. Go and struggle with whatever it is it will cost you to make uh-huh. the product or to deliver the service. Yeah. You don't know how to cost it. Uh-huh. You don't know what it takes to produce the yeah. product. And then so you go ahead exactly. And you realize this is not going to make me any money. True. You disappear. You either disappear or the honorable thing to do, which I've done, take the bullet and get the loss. <laughs> deliver. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> no, you, you can't say I can't do it because half the time you're not paid in full till you deliver the work. True. So no, I mean, no, from the beginning. You see. Don't even take the job. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> don't take the job or say, hold on, let me think about it. Give me like a week. Figure it out. If you can't figure it out, say I can't do it. Don't take the job knowing fully well that you can't do it. So that's a that's not a truth. I mean, that's a lie in business when somebody tells you you can take all the jobs that come to you. It's not true. No. Don't take the job if you don't know what to do. <laughs> From experience, don't take the job if you don't know what to do. No. Like don't even apply. <laughs> don't even apply. <laughs> don't even apply. Like you're wasting everybody's time. Um, you're wasting everybody's time and money because your time is wasted too. Exactly. Because all that time you lie about, I could do this, and you're wasting time trying to figure it out, and you can't. You could have been doing something that you know how to do and getting paid. Most of the time, you don't even apply for these things. They just yeah. land on your table. Hey, yo, Chris, do you know somebody who can do this? Yeah, so and so. Yeah, I'll do it. Mm. that's how it works where you've not really taken time to say this is what I'm known for mm. another thing people in here but I'm just asking this uh. question can you really have has been has it been your experience where you would find people who know and specialize in particular skill set not just professionally but even that you're saying the fundies that you worked with mm. have you come across people who specialize and are like I'm good at this and I'm known for this so far yeah you met a few people yeah, like I that. Yeah, met a few people, yeah. Yeah. And, and, they, they, and they, they are making money in their, skills, money in their skill set. And they stay in their lane. They so it's doable. It's doable. Like the guy who does my roofs down in Impson Bueni, people hire him, bring him to Nairobi, Nairi, all over. Because he's good at doing. He's good at that. But he doesn't say I'm a mason. He doesn't say I'm a plumber. He said, no, I'm a structure man. I know how to do this. And I know how to do it well. And I, that's what I do. And it works for him. He's living in the village, but he's not poor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it works for him. That's what I mean. If you're good at something, focus on that, sharpen that skill set, and do that only. Strictly. And if you want to try to do something else, learn it before you can start selling it to people. Right. You know what I mean? And that's now what will allow us to be able to use the phrase... My word is my bond. Yeah, my word is my bond. Hmm. Word is bond, son. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. so we are back. We will be recording regularly. You want to come onto the show? Drop us a DM on yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah Crystal Park Podcast. Uh-huh. We have an Instagram page. Okay. Yeah, so you can reach us out. You can reach out to us there. What is that exactly the handle? Because I know let's it's been changed. Let's change. Let's check. Yeah. We've not changed much. Um, or even the email or well, I don't know if we're email. Get phone yeah, email. You can send it to info at crystalperk dot com and just say 
podcast on the subject line and then tell us which show you want to what why 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 we should have you on the show basically send us a brief and then we'll invite you to come we'd like uh. to talk to as many people as we can the goal here is to reduce lack of knowledge we're trying to tackle that as the issue <laughs> how can we reduce lack of knowledge go around the gatekeepers <laughs> <laughs> no. save yourself some money know what's happening mm-hmm. for sure yeah so it's crystal park podcast crystal park podcast crystal perk i know y'all say park but yeah chris it, the way chris says it <laughs> in american english that's perk c-r-y-s-t-a-l-p-e-r-k podcast crystal perk podcast like that <laughs> drop us a message um, and also we have a facebook page too yes and we're still gonna follow us so give thanks for the support even though we haven't been dropping con- content like that but we're working hard to make it sure that it becomes more uh we are no he's dedicated i'm dedicated yeah. now we're gonna be here we'll be here we'll be here <laughs> we'll be here well <laughs> we'll be here yeah and yeah. if he's not here i'll be here <laughs> yeah you know i move around a lot but we'll definitely when i'm here we'll we'll make it happen and when he's not here he'll bring content from all over the world wherever he's going it's sour sour yeah so, so that's keeping it Kenyan. I'm African Herbs Man. Sala Sakai. All right, tune into the next one. Drop a like, follow, all that. Share, comment, everything. Let us know what's good. What do you want to talk? What do you want us to talk about in the next one? And um, things that make are, are interest to you. I think that's the right word. Or who do you want us to talk to? Right, that's you know, been better. Who do you want us to talk to? Fifty people running for president. So, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Could be one of those guys. Actually, yeah. yeah. Stay tuned for the next one. All right, bless, bless. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters. They do not purport to represent the opinions or views of Crystal Park Podcast or Crystal Park.